0: back to another episode of the North Rose Outdoors podcast, episode 81. I am Nick Vito, and Brandon Wixell, and we're back on the road. We This is going to be another one that we're recording in the vehicle, so the microphone might not pick up the best. It'll be just like episode 79 was. Episode 80, we actually had time to do a daily, or a, a on the day recap of episode 80, and that was day one of our trip and we never got around to doing day two three and i guess this is day number four so with that being said uh episode 80 was a day one recap and real quick we can just buzz through what we did on that again and we had one stock that the they, they blew us out before we even got up to them and then we hit a couple different glassing spots, but to get the the best description of day one is probably going to come from that episode from that day, because we're on day five of being together, and uh, we've seen a lot of stuff. Yeah, things, things started to blur together a little bit. So we'll try our best to go back to day number two and day number three, and then we'll cover day number four, all in this episode. So... This might be another long one. We're not really sure what uh, what's gonna transpire from this one. But, so jumping right in. Well, before we get into anything, you should say that we did not bring a deer home. And part of that is because I was picky. And we did bring a handful of grouse home, which was kind of fun. And we did not bring it home, but we ended up begging a coyote while we were out there as well. Yep. And I think that was on day number two. That was day two. Yep. Uh, and toward, just towards the evening. So before we get into what else happened on day two, uh, when we wake up, we'll start in the morning. So we wake up, and we only hit we only hit sunrise one day, and that was today. <laughs> a little, little slow starting. And uh, everybody got along for the most part. There were a couple times where me and Wixo would go at each other. I think we were talking about it on the way out and we know exactly when those two times were. Yep. So if anybody wants to know, you can uh, ask us off air. We won't uh, We won't really <laughs> get into what we were, were complaining about. But that's one thing that's cool about going with really good buddies is are you even really good buddies if you, you don't get mad at each other every once in a while? I don't think so. Especially when you're together for five days in a... You said it best earlier, an eight by seventeen box. Yeah. And a pickup. It is uh,
1: a lot of people in a very small place for a high number of days. Little very
0: little sleep. So yeah. Yes. Everything equipment wise worked really well though, but we'll cover that at the end. So we wake up, we get out in the morning, um, we didn't I think day number two was the day that it took us until one o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. To see a deer. Yep, we didn't find anything at all in the morning. It was pretty slow. And then after we did find some, we ended up coming up with a plan to make a stock because each day we averaged, I'd say, two stocks at two different glassing spots that we would have to we'd have to hike up and, and get get a good vantage point. And when we found this first one the first stock that we made on day number two was up on a a pretty decent-sized hill. That was, you know, we're on the Batlands so that's not uncommon. But uh, this one, he was standing up towards the top. I would say he was at 150 feet, and the top of the hill was 200. I think is what Onyx said. Yeah. So Wixo drives up, and I don't remember who spotted it. When we first started the weekend, uh, we were taking turn or we were keeping track of who spotted what. And I'm pretty sure day one I got my my ass kicked. It was I think we saw 25 deer, and I only saw zero of them. Yeah. And then day two, I started out. I think I made it to like 15, nothing, and then you caught up, and then that was the end of it. We never brought it up after that. Yeah, it kind of got hard to keep track of the numbers. Which I do have the notes on my phone of what we saw and I will go through those uh, when we get to that point. I can actually probably do it while we go through each day. Uh, if you've never been out there, like I had never been out there, you gotta do it. We were talking and we said, you know, if, if you go out there and you don't have fun, hunting's probably not... Uh, yeah not your thing because there is so much stuff. We saw elk, bighorn sheep, mule deer, uh whitetail, porcupines, coyotes, grouse, ducks, geese. We saw eagles, hawks, turkeys. Yeah. I mean you you name it. About everything there, out there we got to see it this weekend. Which was which was really cool. But anyway, so we, we find this buck up on this up on this hill and I'm going to go around the back side and I get out of the truck and Wixel keeps going because a couple of the tips that uh, I was taught, or that you taught me yeah. this weekend, one of them is when you drive by, you don't want to stop and you don't want to circle back and drive by again. We've passed a lot of people out there that were road hunting and We never really saw anybody else making any stocks on anything. But, so he drops me off and he keeps going and I get out. And I'm, this ends up being, it's about a 850 yard little hike that I went on. And, holy shit, that cow like freaked me out a little bit. (laughs) We're we're driving by uh, Salem Sioux, the giant, is that what it's called? I didn't know it had a name. I'm pretty sure it has a name. I don't know. It's the big cow right off of Interstate 94 here in North Dakota. So I'm walking up, and as I get towards the top of this bluff, I'm trudging through anywhere between, on the hillsides, I would say it was anywhere between 8 and 12 to 15 inches of snow in the spots that it drifted. And as I'm climbing the top, I turn, and I'm going to ask Wixell a question, or see what his ideas are, and that was when I realized, like, oh, he didn't come up here with me, like, I got to make this call by myself, so that's one thing, too, that, that takes a little bit of getting used to, is not having somebody to bounce the ideas off of, and so I make the decision, I'm like, okay, I think he's right on the other side of this hill. And this is the biggest buck of the weekend that we we saw. Spoiler alert for the rest of the days. I start going up, and what I said was, okay, I'm gonna cross over the peak of this bluff or this hill, and he's gonna be within a hundred yards of me to my right hand side, and I'll kind of sit and watch him make a play on what what he does. Well, he did exactly what I thought he was gonna do, but he came up and not the spot that I thought he was gonna come up. When I get to the, the peak of the hill, this buck comes up, and he, what I had to do was go another 40 yards down, look 40 yards farther into the hill before I came up, and then I would've been 10 yards from him. But I cut too short and went up, and when he came up, he. I ranged him, and I was 100 yards from him. And he stopped, looked at me for a second, and I tried to stop him and, and make noise so he would just look at me so I could get a good look at him. And he went down the back side of the, the hill and, and that was the end of that. On my way up there, I kind of was bummed out as soon as I got to the top of the hill because I looked across the basin on the other side going up the next ridge and there were three does running up. And I'm thinking, you know, crap. We, we should have just sat and blasted this basin and seen where he went. Well, it turns out that wasn't him. That was that was separate dose. So now I'm at the top of this. For a flatlander like myself, this is a big hill that I'm on the top of. And it just snowed for the first time the day before. So now we're at Friday. So it snowed on Thursday. So there it, it's not all frozen. It's just kind of there, and it's the the clay and the the mud on the hills there's snow covered but they're not frozen so there's three inches of like mush that you slip through the day before when i did my first stock i got all full of mud and as i'm sitting here looking at the truck there's still mud everywhere because i got it all over my knees all over my pants and i i'm up there and i'm like well now i gotta get down so i start going down and i end up crawling instead of going back the way I came up which would have been a way easier climb I go directly to the top of the and I think I surprised you too, you didn't expect Yeah, I
1: I was waiting for you to come out where the deer was and then
0: the next time I saw you you were sitting on the hill up even higher So now I'm at the top and I don't want to walk all the way back around so I'm going to just drop off the face of this ridge and try and just kind of side hill my way down and I, I start first I get to the top and I sit down and I'm like man I just hiked my way all the way up here now I gotta turn around and I gotta go back which whatever not a big deal as I'm sitting up there looking around I took a couple pictures you know really cool scenery and then I start coming down and did you watch this happen?
1: yeah, yeah I, I wasn't watching you the whole time but I did
0: catch this part so as I'm starting to go down, I'm looking at it and there's no grass or like some of those some of those ridges and bluffs and stuff there, there's no grass there's no nothing, it's just rocks Well it had rained before we started getting the snow so there was about an inch of ice on it, well I start going to walk down and my foot slips and I go into like a baseball slide and this, what angle would you, I mean that thing was pretty, yeah
1: it was it was a real steep
0: so I start sliding down and all I can think of when I'm starting to slide down is i got to protect the bow. I can't let the bow take a shot. because, And then if I drop the bow, I'm going to have to go back and retrieve the bow, which is probably not going to slide like the bowling ball that I feel like going yeah, down this not. slope. So I kept the bow safe and ended up getting down, trudging down through the rest. But sliding down that hill, I probably only slid for... 10, 20 yards? Yeah, I'd say about 20 yards. And it was a straight slide, and while I'm sliding down that, I'm thinking, God, I I hope there's not a rock or something that I can't see under this foot of snow that I'm going to hit and, you know, break my leg or something like that. Well, ended up getting all the way down, and that was the end of it. Got all full of mud again. As I said, the truck needs a bath, and I... I said I was going to do it, but you're going out next weekend. Yeah, so. I don't
1: know. I'll be back out there, and I'm guessing the snow's not going to go away, so everything's going to get dirty right all over again.
0: Speaking of the snow, we're kind of driving through a Yeah, it started
1: snowing again, and these roads are, well, I don't know if the roads are too bad. I feel like they're slick. It's only 20, definitely, 25. They're, yeah, they're definitely slick. I just, I don't think it's, you know,
0: no worse than driving in the winter. It's just the first couple times. It takes you a little while to adjust. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty much the end of our deer, well, not the deer sightings, but our stocks and our moves that we tried to make. That's all we did on the the uh, second day, Friday. And then the other guys ended up showing up Friday night. We fired up the grill, had some supper. It was it was a fun time hanging out with everybody. And it's kind of the, the good old-fashioned deer camp. You, you get that. Every evening Because it gets dark early So you got Quite a bit of time Playing cards and, and You know Watching movies And just hanging out So now we go to Saturday And Saturday morning We get up Again Didn't Didn't catch Sunrise Because Well I don't really Why didn't we catch sunrise uh, We couldn't figure out The time Thing I think Something to do with yeah, because your phone never did adjust. Yeah, my phone was going back and forth the whole time. So when we do finally get out on Saturday, we go, and again, no snow at 25 degrees, 15 mile an hour wind is pretty much the stand the, the standard of the weather that we had while we were out there, other than Thursday when it snowed all day. Uh, the first spot that we went to, was it the first glass spot that we hit on Saturday? We the bedded buck? Yeah, probably. So we, we went and started glassing over this big basin, and it took us 30 seconds to pinpoint this buck. I don't even know if it was that. It was, like, you could see him laying out in the wide open without binoculars. So once we find him, we start kind of looking at possible attack options as far as what we're going to do for a... He, for, a, for a stock And he was 400, 480 yards away And there was actually another buck That was bedded right next to him We, we assumed it's a, it was a buck We never did see it so we can't say for sure But he was bedded about 20 yards behind him Up next to a pine tree And he was looking one way And this one that we saw was looking the other way So Long story short We did not make a play on that one because it would have taken, it was 400 yards to get to him. He was really close to a piece of posted land, or private land, so we ended up not going after that one. Uh, Went out and glassed a couple more spots, found a bunch more porcupines, coyotes, bighorn sheep, and, well, we got grouse every day. We even got grouse today We did get one this morning So then going From Saturday to Sunday This morning we got up and went out for For I think we were out for about two hours Yeah, yeah, two or three And we ended up I think Today would have probably been The second best opportunity That we would have had for a buck We saw a buck every day Yep you want to explain what happened today? Well,
1: we were all looking out the side of the car, trying to find deer, and uh, one of the bigger bucks that we had seen happened to be basically on the road that nobody saw until it was kind of trotting off to the side. So um, told Nick to get ready and get out, and uh, it was kind of a mad scramble. We didn't, weren't quite prepared to see one. Is funny because it's what we were doing but uh by the time we were able to by the time he was able to get out get behind the tree i don't know if he would have even been in range if you could i ranged him he was a 100 yards yeah so i don't know if i don't
0: think he would have had the option to get close enough to begin with but if, if we would have had more time i think if if uh if today wasn't the day we were leaving i think we could have hiked up on that ridge that he was going up on and tried to come back down on top of him but with the time restraints that we had and how stupid we were by just stopping and he saw three guys get out of the truck I I don't think that that helped anything so then we went back and uh, again shot a couple grouse today went back packed up the camper and now we're on the the trek home. Yeah, so far it's again going slow. Yeah. Yeah, we've only got about three hours to go, four? Hopefully. If, yeah, well, if the, if the weather cooperates. But that was kind of a, a real quick rundown of, of what our weekend looked like. I will read through here. I'll start on the first day and I'll go all the way to the end. We, we Kept track of what we saw, just for anybody who's wondering. You know, well, you're out there for four days. How much wildlife did you see? It was a lot. Uh, day number one, we had eighteen degrees and it was snowing all day with the fifteen mile an hour wind. We had twenty three doe, one buck, five coyotes, and then ducks, geese, grouse, partridge and then that was when we made the one stock on the buck and four does and then we hit a couple glassing spots one stock that we did not talk about and I don't remember what day it was but it was the one where we went up and found there there was two stocks that we missed and they were both all of them were does in both of these stocks but we ended up, the one I had seven does within 50 yards of me Yep. and if I wasn't holding out for a buck I feel like I could have it would have came down to my shot yep. and,
1: and Yeah. but a 50 yard shot and whether you make that or not is going to be
0: whether we punch the tag or not and then we had another stock that was about the same thing we got within I would say 60 yards of those ones Yeah. and then those ones ended up going away before they didn't stop and look at me these other ones where we had 7 of them in there those ones actually stopped and stared at me and looked at me like what the hell is that But the second day, we had three bucks, eight antelope, two coyotes, 21 doe, and six bighorn sheep, and then a bunch of birds, porcupines as well. Uh, Day number three, we had 25 degrees, 15 mile an hour winds again. Day number three, we saw 50 doe. So there is no shortage of of, uh, does out there. And we had two bucks, one coyote, four sheep, four porcupine. And hit a couple blasting spots that day as well. And then the last day, which was today, we had, we saw ten doe and one buck. And we were only out for two hours right away this morning. So that's kind of a, a real quick rundown wrap-up of our four-day hunting adventure and weren't you saying weren't you we were talking on our our road trip on the way out you were you had some some questions for me yeah so uh earlier i had asked what your
1: expectations were what you were thinking it was going to be like now that we've been there done that did it meet expectations was it kind of what you pictured was
0: it different than what you pictured and then would you do it again last part that's easy would i do it again absolutely that that was awesome to be to be out there hunting and and bow hunting especially the the scenery out there is unreal um as far as what i expected i don't really know what i had for expectations i mean i i i think whatever i did have it definitely exceeded my expectations i mean everywhere you look out there it's you know, rolling hills, and the terrain is awesome, the roads, you can, there's a lot of area that you can cover just by going on the roads, and I ran a track on Onyx the whole time we were there, and total, let's see if I can pull it up here, total, what's your guess on how many miles we went total by the time we got there to the time we left today? About 600, 510 with an average speed of 6.2 miles an hour. Yeah, we were cruising. <laughs> elevation gain, we had 42,284 feet. And elevation loss, we had 42,220 feet. But yeah, as far as my expectations, I mean, it was... I would recommend it to anybody to go out there and at least try it. Maybe it's not for you, but I uh, I had a blast. I, I told you already, thanks for getting me to come out because if if somebody didn't ask me to come out with them I, i probably it's not something that i would do now that i've done it i still don't know that i would do it by myself but i would i would i would not hesitate to bring somebody out out here with me yeah do you have any other questions thought there was a couple that we were Did to you, uh, and all the time that
1: you had pictured this, did you expect there to be a foot of snow?
0: No, <laughs> no, the snow was kind of, a. Uh, I uh, I think the snow helped, honestly. I mean, just spotting deer alone is, and that's an obvious statement. It, it's very, very much easier to spot deer when there's you know, a foot of snow on the ground, but yeah, no, the snow I did not expect. Yeah, it definitely threw a wrinkle in there that I
1: didn't. I didn't expect it. I mean, late October, there's always a chance for snow, but it seems like it. If it does, it doesn't stick around like it did this time. And I mean, I don't know if that snow is going anywhere. That might be there for the rest of the winter.
0: You uh. You want to tell the people what happened at the gas station?
1: <laughs> uh, apparently, the truck
0: driver did not like where I was parked. He, like, I don't know what kind of road rage incidents all of our listeners and, and ourselves have been into. But this guy, Oh, that sucks. Oops. Going a little bit too quick with the uh, camper. Camper swung out behind doesn't look like any damage though they they did pretty well at saving that camper in the ditch on the snowy interstate.
1: Yeah, it's um it's it's pretty slick out. It's not terrible, but it's it's icy and there's blowing snow, visibility's fairly low, and it's that first uh, the first crappy weather icy roads time of the year. So we're just trying to remember how to drive on ice. and There's uh, there's some people doing 40,
0: and there's some people doing 75. <laughs> <laughs> but you have the gas station guy. Yeah. So we we park off the side of the road to go get some snacks for the road trip home. Yeah, I pulled out, well, we got fuel, and then I pulled out of the
1: fuel station, so I wasn't in the way. Because with the trailer hooked up, I kind of, like, cut the parking lot in half. Like, I don't know if you could get around me or not, but it's pretty long. It sticks out pretty far. So, as I've done every other time... I go to the same gas station. I went and parked way out, up against against the side of the parking lot, about as far away as I could get for being out of the way. Apparently, it wasn't far enough out of the way for one
0: one truck driver. Yeah, because he pulls in, and you can see him mouthing like, F you. Yeah. And pointing. So that you give him the one-finger salute. Well, I mean, And then all of a sudden the dude's door flies open like he's going to come and try and throw hands with us. And we just, we left. We didn't even stick around to see what the hell he wanted. But that was the highlight of our day today. Yeah, it was an interesting little uh, interaction.
1: Could it have been handled better? Maybe.
0: Do I regret it? Not really. (laughs) So what are you... uh, Getting into it for for looking ahead for next weekend, you are bringing Tyler. Yep. And it sounds
1: like you guys are going to be on Dole Patrol. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a fill the freezer weekend. Um, we're starting to run low on venison in the freezer back home, so I don't uh, I don't foresee us being very picky. Maybe um, maybe the first day you can tell. Saturday afternoon and then it'll be uh, whatever we can take, we'll take because the schedule's filling up we're running out of time Um, other things other obligations are coming down the line and I wouldn't mind getting out getting the dogs out trying to find a few more pheasants also so being able to fill the fill the deer tag and not have that also looming overhand would be nice Uh, but we'll see what happens Plans can always change, uh, but I, I think uh, I think it's going to be a bad weekend to be a doe. <laughs> so, we'll
0: see what we can do about it. I'll be making it out to my tree stand here next weekend when uh, when I get back home. Get all my gear cleaned up. That's what I'll be gearing up for. I was just talking to you about it earlier. I got a handful of weddings coming up here that I'm going to be. Gone, People forward. gotta stop planning those kind of things in the fall. Yeah, we're we're kind of we're almost moving out of fall now. It's uh, it's snowing. Sure, looks like winter. <laughs> and the forecast is looking like it's not gonna get much better, which is fantastic because ice fishing is not
1: very far away. No, hopefully we can get a break in some of the snow before it gets actually build some ice and have a decent year of ice because the last couple of years that i remember have been uh, they've been tough so it'd be nice to have a year where we just get four or five clean inches of ice before we get dumped on with all this snow again
0: i didn't really have the itch for ice fishing on the way out here but now that the ground is white and the temperatures are dropping and it's november Already, it's uh, we're we're tentatively less than a month away. I uh, I was hoping
1: four weeks or less. I was hoping that we'd be able to get on
0: ice by Thanksgiving. So we'll see where what happens with that. We'll definitely be starting our ice fishing podcast here quite a bit sooner than what i had well we generally start on this time of year but uh i thought we would have a lot more deer hunting episodes and stuff in. but there's not that many weeks left so no. we might have to start doing some double drop weekend or double drop weeks where we drop a couple episodes at a time as we said in i think it was 79 when we decided that we were going to do that uh giveaway be on the lookout for that we'll hopefully have that by the time this drops hopefully that is posted already and it's not a uh, not a look for that it's just go find it and do it if you're interested in some free merch well we're getting to question time here I can go first if you want okay. of all the times that you've been out west where does this time rank?
1: That's a tough one. I always like bringing people that haven't done it, so they can experience something that I really enjoy doing. It's it's a tough one, because obviously the ones where um, I like I've had my dad out here with rifle tags, where we filled tags before. Those ones are are pretty high up there. But I think the, I think bringing somebody new would be a close second, right after
0: uh, filling tags with my dad out there with me. So it's in, it's in your top, the top of the memory. Yeah, it's bank. towards it's... the top of the memories. We saw a lot of, of, uh, okay. the only thing we
1: didn't see was a moose. Yep, I have not seen a moose, but I did get to see an elk for the first time out there, so check that one off the list. And then the other two guys that show up that have, to my knowledge, been on, out there once when we came out last year, they
0: saw three on the way in, so... I guess that happens every once in a while. My answer, uh, because I haven't been out here more than once, uh, this is number one. I'm guessing it's the first one. It's the best one. All right, your turn.
1: Um, I'm looking at billboards trying to get inspiration here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'd think the guys that are out here every week would, think? Uh, would
1: have, you know know this is coming. Well, I usually cheat and Google some questions and try to find a good one, but we haven't had service in the last five days, so I haven't been able to do that. What's the longest... That's boring. <laughs> What's the longest you've driven straight through for for road trip life?
0: Um, it would be the times that I have gone down to Tennessee been down there twice, one of which, well, I've been there three times, but I drove myself twice. Uh, The first time I went to Union City, Tennessee, to pick up my Razor, and the second time was this past July, when we went down there for the Monster Jam World Finals, so it, it was, I think it was, I want to say like 18 hours, or something like that. And you drove the whole way, or did you rotate? Uh, well, both times I did it, the first time I drove all the way down, and then I, I, uh, I stopped and took a little nap on the side of the interstate and then slept for about three hours, and then this last time, uh, me and uh, cameraman Covey split it, which, shout out to him, apparently he broke his collarbone, so we'll try and get to the bottom of that. You know, that's kind of funny when you're you're up there and you don't have a signal and every once in a while you can turn it off airplane when you get it, you get like a bunch of messages. Yep. then didn't expect it, well, he broke his collarbone, we're gonna to go to the the uh, the hot or the doctor on Monday to see if he needs surgery. <laughs> yeah, that's always a fun one to
1: get me- that's a fun message to get while in you're the- out in the middle. Work. The best part is, I thought, you and I both thought that it was the dirt bike. Oh yeah, 100%. That was my first reaction, is he
0: fell over while doing a wheelie on the dirt bike. And it was on a bike, but it was on a mountain bike. Which, shit happens. have happens on even a mountain. mountain bike? No. That's why I don't, I don't know, we, we're going to have to... There, we'll investigate. We could give him a call and see, but I'm not going to put him on this one. I'll, I'll get him on after he knows the, the extent of the damage. Yeah, it might be a little uh, loopy today, too. What, uh, what, is, what is your answer? for that? Um, It would have been 29
1: hours from Zion National Park, southern Utah. Uh, we went across the top of Utah, Arizona to do the Four Corners thing. And then came straight back up, all the way back up to North Dakota. Uh, me and my wife, now girlfriend at the time, did it. Uh, I, I took on most of that. And a lot of energy drinks were consumed.
0: You got to do what you got to do, man. Yep. I should have given this disclaimer right at the beginning. Maybe I did. I forgot. This is like try number three on getting this to to work. We've had issues with the cord. We've had unexpected bathroom stops. So forgive us if this one is all over the place. But my voice has sounded kind of raspy and... Not good because I think I'm starting to come down with a cold or something. Not really sure what uh, what this is, but yeah. So you got anything to close with?
1: No, I don't. I don't think so. I think that pretty much covers covers the weekend. Well, good luck next weekend. Yeah, hopefully we can hopefully
0: we can find as many deer as we did this time. Well, if this is a good scouting weekend, yep. For for next weekend. So yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, keep an eye out on the Instagram, Instagram, the Facebook, the YouTube, and be on the lookout for that post for the giveaway. That'll be episode 100, which we're closing in on. We're 19 more episodes, and then it'll be the big, the big 100. It's kind of crazy that we're to 100 already. Yeah, it seems like not that long ago we did 50. It was right after Double Lake, I think, yeah. about a year ago, which would make sense, 15, Weird. 15, yeah, you know, numbers. It seems <laughs> like it was not that long ago that we did that. It won't be long, it will be doing full episodes dedicated to ice fishing like we were talking about. We've still got a handful of deer tags to go around, which those generally, it's, it's pretty much comes out to an episode per deer. Yeah. By the time you talk about the whole trip what happened you know the, the strategy you used uh getting her cleaned up and and yeah so well yeah thanks again for tuning in and that's gonna do it for this time until next time we'll get back to you